Hello everyone. Our reading today is from Acts chapter 27 verses 9 to 26. And I was not prepared. I hadn't opened my Bible at the correct page, but hold on one second. Here we are. So Acts chapter 27 verses 9 to 26. Paul uh, and uh, is in the midst of a storm on the way to Rome. Much time had been lost and sailing had already become dangerous because by now it was after the Day of Atonement. So Paul warned them, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But the centurion... Instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. Since the harbour was unsuitable to winter in, the majority decided that we should sail on, hoping to reach Phoenix and winter there. This was a harbour in Crete, facing both southwest and northwest. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity, so they weighed anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind, so we gave way to it and were driven along. As we passed to the lee of a small island called Cauda, we were hardly able to make the lifeboat secure. So the men hoisted it aboard. Then they passed ropes under the ship itself to hold it together. Because they were afraid they would run aground on the sandbars of Sirtis, they lowered the sea anchor and let the ship be driven along. We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. On the third day they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. And when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. After they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage, because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And fresh from the word, John Proctor has entitled today's reading or reflection, Darkness and Danger. His key verses are verses 20, sorry, verses 20 to 22. 
when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest raged, all hope of our being saved was at last abandoned. Paul then stood up among them and said, Keep up your courage, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. So John writes, Autumn was well advanced, and the Mediterranean in winter was not a safe place to sail. But this ship was carrying Egyptian corn to Rome, and the owner wanted to find a better harbour for the months ahead. Julius the Centurion, in charge of the group of prisoners on board, went along with the decision to travel. Then the weather overtook them badly. For a fortnight they were blown savagely, savagely all the way from Crete to Malta, about 600 miles, or almost 1,000 kilometres. The lights went out, the wind was up, the sea was high, and spirits were desperately low. This is one of three we sections in Acts. The storytelling slides into the first person as if to say, I, Luke, the writer, was present during this episode. Certainly this long and graphic account of the voyage would fit with an author who had been there. It would not be an experience to forget quickly. Paul, however, rather than Luke, is the central character. Although a prisoner, Paul claims the stage. His confidence comes, he says, from God. He is assured and assuring, practical and persuasive, resilient and realistic. The cargo will be lost and profit with it, but the people will survive. Survive. They will get to shore and to safety. The prisoner will live to state his case in Rome. Acts will end at the centre of the ancient world. For faith, Luke reminds us, gives you steadiness in the tempests of life and helps you to steady other people too. Once again, there's bits in this, in that reflection that I, I really like. And I'm going to repeat that, the, the two bits again, where he says that, that Paul's confidence comes from God. He is assured and assuring, practical and persuasive, resilient and realistic. And at the end, he gives us steadiness in the tempests of life. And helps us to steady other people too. So there's some words there that uh, you might choose. If you have not yet thought of a word for the year. And for further thought. Who and what has helped you to be steady in times of crisis or fear? Let us pray. God of peace and hope, help me to be a person of strength and support for those around me. Give me steadiness to share amid the storms of living. In Jesus' name, Amen. And once again, I'm going to use a prayer that I used um, yesterday 
because I think it's very valid at this moment. We pray for one another, our families, our communities, our church fellowships. May we support those who are unwell or grieving. May we bring fresh hope to those who feel forgotten and are vulnerable. And may we both practically and prayerfully share our faith in your Son, Jesus, our Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our parish prayers today, we uh, remember, uh, as we continue to remember churches in our parish, we remember Pastor Johnny and the congregation of Ealing Pentecostal Church. We can, and we ask, Lord, for all our churches, as we particularly remember Pastor Johnny and Elim, but we pray that you would continue to watch over all our leaders, our churches and our buildings, Lord. May we continue to meet our financial, financial needs, be with all affected by COVID, meet their needs, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who live and work in Lord Street, Lower Clifton Street, Lower Clyde Street, Lower Hollings, Malton Street, Marina Gardens, Martin Heights and Mayfield Gardens. May they know your presence, Lord, in a real way. And Lord, may they find uh, assurance and practical help and remain resilient and realistic in these days. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And let us now say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Hope you have a lovely day, everyone. And remember that the Lord is near. He is with you. And whatever storms we face, he is in the midst of us. And he will care for us and bring us through. In his name. So until tomorrow, enjoy today. And find some time to spend with him. Bye for now.